the voice of the world, the sound with the beat, the sound that sets you tapping your feet. Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. The sound of the news, rhythm and blues. Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose. Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine. With radio news from a national perspective, calendar and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate. Syncopates Radio communicates Radio The sound of year-round pleasure Well, hello and good evening and welcome to All Things Radio 681 for this June 15th, 2023. Hope you're doing well this week. We have a real busy show, so Jeff, run it down, please. All right, very good. First of all, I got to say my air conditioning is broken, and while I always talk about drinking coffee, I hate iced coffee, so I am drinking iced tea right now because I do not like iced coffee. But you don't want to hear about that. You want to hear what's happening this week. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, and we'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks, caller and format changes. Next on the schedule is a feature that I found and put together. It's the beginnings of NBC Monitor, the very first day of Monitor from June 12th, 1955, and it's presented by Pat Weaver and Bill Fleming, who worked for NBC at that time. The classic air check this week takes us back to 1964, July of 1964, and we get to listen to Bob Rao on radio station WABB-AM in Mobile, Alabama. And finally, we travel to Springfield, Missouri, and we get to hear variety hits on radio station KRDZ-AM and their FM translator. All in all, I think we have a pretty busy show, and we've got ratings that we'll talk about this week, and we can talk about what uh, the ratings in, even in Indianapolis since they just came out. I got them at about 5 o'clock on my little machine there. So I'll do return them to you, Bill. Thank you very much, Jeff. And that segues me to Bernie. Even even Jeff said, even in Indianapolis, we do have a radio market. Yeah. We just don't have yeah. much changes. Um, I can honestly tell you I don't know of one change this week. Now, that doesn't mean there wasn't any. I just don't know of any. Well, well that makes two of us, because oh, I don't either. I don't either. And as I said to you, Bernie, earlier, we can only say that your station, which which well, for a while wasn't number one, it was number two or three, but it is. But the last few books, it's been it's been doing very, very well. It's WYXBFM yeah. is number one. WJJK, which was constantly was number one for the last few months, that's number two. And WFBQ, which normally comes in at number like four or five, is number three. Followed by WLHK FM. Well, not bad. And sooner or later, I believe Urban One will be making a few subtle changes because they've had the company now about a year, and that's usually just about time for a little house cleaning or changing. What about any studio talk? Bernie, any you know, change? Uh, <laughs> my wife, Teresa, and I were talking about that just today because there has been no discussion at all. We're all still in the Emmis building. <laughs> and then the other uh, part of Urban One is in their building still, uh, which I've never been to. Uh, 
so yeah, at this at this point, it it hasn't happened. And there's always a possibility, and this is not—I mean, this is just a possibility. But there's always a possibility Urban One could sell the MS cluster off to somebody else. I mean, things can change in an eye blink, as Jeff will talk about in the news, how radio stations are going for $8, $10 million now, individual stations. So anything can change. Yeah, but right now, I think that the, the MS cluster here is doing very well. well for Urban One. Yes, they so the, are. And, and, but the cash cow, Bernie, that's what they like, right? You know, they they they, they, yeah, don't like absolutely. To, they don't like to make changes on things that are doing well. That's the thing. No, and, I mean, and B, is, B spends almost no money in terms of, you know, how much it costs to put people on the air. So they, I think they're probably going to hang on to them for a while. What, what's going on with the other one, WIBC? You know, that one has always been in the top three pretty much, but they they didn't make the top three this time, which surprised me. And and, and the only thing I have to agree with you on, Bernie, is, is that um, is that is where are these meters located? Who has the meeting meters? Because that changes. Right, and, right and, of course. And, yeah. and, and one meter that, that's not functioning properly can change the whole sample, for example. so And unfortunately, that can change the difference between JJK and us. You know, it's one and two all the time. So it's, uh, and I don't know what's happening with IBC. I never listened to them, so I'm not really sure. Well, you know, they never changed. Of course, if it's always working, you don't break it. But maybe right. they don't change their presentation and, you know, they, they've got their philosophy and the way they like to present things and these hosts are talking the same old thing day after day after day and maybe people get tired of that maybe they don't presume the news as well as they i don't know i mean it's hard to say do you yeah, think it, i i'll have i have a feeling that most cities around the country have a station that is a lot like wibc and you know yep. Bertie, here's the thing Sometimes a radio station doesn't doesn't necessarily always do well in the ratings, but it's very saleable and they can sell it. And and, right, and right. That, that that like for example WPLJ they were never number one in the book in New York City, but they had a, a core audience that was very saleable, um, a very high female audience, and people loved it. I mean it was a station that when they were doing well, they did very well. That's why Cumulus sold them because they knew they could get a lot of cash for it because K Love. Air One Education Media Foundation wanted to be in New York City badly, and they were willing to pay top price for the radio station at the time. So, you know, the radio is like a tree these days, and you'll find out in the radio news but it, where where the tree has to occasionally be pruned. That's all I'm going to say when you hear the news. Well, <laughs> would you rather hear yeah. yeah. number? Yeah. Yeah. I know Gary reads the same stuff I read. Yeah. Yeah. I, but do you think that was the right analogy, Gary? I would say, yeah. They, they, they Ranger Jeff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there you go. Not that I did well on the college boards with these analogies, but at least I think I came up with one. Let's I just call him the tree sense. boy from now on. That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Jungle Jeff. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> hey, would you rather be number three and sell twenty million dollars worth of ads, or number one and sell ten? So, I guess that's the bottom line: is how much money can you make? Yep. And 
So we shall see what we shall see. But I predict there will be no changes. I'd like to be number one with good programming. That's what I'd like to be. Yeah. I'm making $20 million. Well, uh, Yeah, that too. Gary, yeah, keep dreaming. Keep right. Dreaming. Yeah. Spe- I'll speaking wake up too, Jeff. <laughs> of liking to be, we'd all like to be like Jeff and have the number one newscast all this, all things radio news, and and it doesn't uh, even matter where the meters land. It's always right, yeah. right. <laughs> right. They're always getting the same awards too. <laughs> yeah, he's got that. Yeah. He's got that virtual award. It just keeps getting bigger. But, but, no, pay in, but no pay increase, Jeff. That's right. <laughs> well, if I want to raise, I just raise the height of my chair. That's there you all. go. Right. Yeah. Hey, just, raise uh, your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Move to another floor yeah. in your building. Yes. Yeah. By the way, I yeah. never get a raise. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. B, I have not gotten one raise. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I haven't either. All right. Well, let's jump no, into no. this news. Not right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before we have a strike and a walkout here, I'm going to play the news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. A star falls and rises in Buffalo, New York. In Memphis, Tennessee, a wolf is on the prowl. And in Detroit, Michigan, Family Life Ministries returns to the Motor City. Plus, lots of news on the street, and we'll begin our look at the Nielsen May Personal People Meter ratings. To say that there was a busy week this week in the world of broadcasting would certainly be an understatement. There's news from Buffalo, New York, Memphis, Tennessee, Detroit, Michigan, and Los Angeles, California. Let's take a look and see what's happening in Buffalo, New York, and Memphis, Tennessee to start with. We told you a few months ago that Odyssey was selling two of its radio stations in Buffalo, New York. WTSS was being sold, and in Memphis, Tennessee, radio station WLFPFM was being sold. Both these radio stations have been sold to the Educational Media Foundation, owners of the K-Love and Air One Contemporary Christian Formats. In Buffalo, New York, WTSS was broadcasting a hot adult contemporary format known as Star 102.5. And in Memphis, Tennessee, they were operating a country radio station, WLFPFM 94.1 The Wolf. On WTSS-FM in Buffalo, New York, the star went out, but another star took its place. On 96.1 WMSX-FM, owned and operated by Town Square Media, the company decided to drop its soft adult contemporary format in favor of a hotter adult contemporary format. And in Memphis, Tennessee, the wolf is on the prowl, moving from 94.1 to 99.7, the old WMC-FM frequency, and along with the move went the country music as well. Dallas with the Detroit, Michigan, where Cumulus also made news on the sales front, selling its radio station WDRQ-FM in Detroit, Michigan, transmitting on a frequency of 93. For the last few years, 93.1 WDRQ had been broadcasting a country format. But with the sale of this radio station to a Christian organization, Family Life Ministries, the country format will be gone. The price for the sale of radio station WDRQ-FM is $10 million. Now let's move to Los Angeles, California, where the last owned and operated radio station by ESPN has been sold. The station is KRDC-FM, transmitting on a frequency of 1110 with an FM translator on 99.1. For the last few years, the station has been simulcasting the programming of KSPN-FM, transmitting on a frequency of 710. The station has been sold to Cavalry Trappel of the West Coast. The sale price is $5 million. Now let's take a look and find out what's happening on the street. 
You knew this was going to happen eventually, and it's happening in Portland, Oregon, at radio station KBFF-FM, owned and operated by Alpha Media. They've hired Ashley Z to do middays. Well, I should say they've hired her voice to do middays using artificial intelligence. This is the first time I've heard of a radio station using artificial intelligence to fill an air shift. KBFF-FM is owned and operated by Alpha Media. In other news, iHeartMedia is making changes to the radio landscape at one of their radio stations. The station is radio station WZZO-FM, transmitting on a frequency of 95.1, serving the Allentown and Bethlehem, Pennsylvania area. The station dropped its classic rock format in favor of an active rock format. Mornings will continue with the syndicated Rover's Morning Glory. Ellie Young will voice track middays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Program director Craig Stevens will air 1 to 4 p.m. And voice tracking will continue during the rest of the day on this radio station. Now let's move to New York City, where WABC has added political strategist Roger Stone to its on-air lineup. The Roger Stone show will air Sunday afternoons from 3 p.m. till 4 p.m. Now let's move to Nashville, Tennessee, where Midwest Communications has dropped the top 40 format on radio station W. NFNFM. They transmit on a frequency of 106.7. The top 40 format has been replaced by classic country from the 90s to now. Now let's move to Omaha, Nebraska, where we can say hello to a new talk host on radio station KFAB AM, owned and operated by iHeartMedia. The new talk show host is Emery Songer. He comes to this radio station after working for WHO AM in Des Moines, Iowa. In Boston, Massachusetts, Beasley Media has made changes to the sports hub, WBZ-FM, transmitting on a frequency of 98.5. Joe Murray will host evenings on WBZ from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. and will anchor coverage of the Boston Bruins hockey team and Boston Celtics basketball team. Leroy Irvin, who co-hosts the morning show at radio station WBQT-FM in Boston, Massachusetts, owned and operated by Odyssey, will join the Patriots post game show and continue his work as a weekend host on the sports hub Saren battle who works for nbc sports will also work at the radio station as a contributor now let's begin our look at the nielsen may personal people meter ratings in new york city the number one two and three rack radio stations are all owned and operated by iHeartMedia. the number one rack radio station is wltw fm with an adult contemporary format the number two rack radio station is waxq fm programming a classic rock format and finally, the number three rack radio station in New York City is WHTZ-FM, programming a pop CHR format. In Los Angeles, California, the number one rack radio station is KRTH-FM, programming a classic its format. The number two rack radio station is KBIG-FM, with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Los Angeles, California is KOST-FM, programming an adult contemporary format. In Chicago, Illinois, the number one rack radio station is WLIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is WDRV-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Chicago, Illinois is WBBM-AM with its all-news operation. In San Francisco, California, the number one rack radio station is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is KCBS AM with its all news operation. And finally, the number three rack radio station in San Francisco, California is KISQ FM with an adult contemporary format. In Dallas, Texas, the number one rack radio station is KCTK AM with its all sports operation. The number two rack radio station is KLUV FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Dallas, Texas is KPLX FM with a country format. In Houston, Texas, the number one rack radio station is KODA FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is KGLK FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Houston, Texas is KKHH FM 
with an adult hits format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one ranked radio station is WSRV-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is WAMJ-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three ranked radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WSB-AM with a news talk format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one ranked radio station is WMGK-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WDAS-FM, with the number two contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, is WXTU-FM, with a country format. Out of Long Island, the number one ranked radio station is WBAB-FM, with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WHTZ-FM, with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station out of Long Island is WLTW-FM, with an adult contemporary format. In Riverside, California, the number one ranked radio station is KOLA-FM with a classic its format. The number two-ranked radio station is KFRG-FM, programming a country format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Riverside, California is KLYY-FM, programming a Spanish format. In San Jose, California, the number one-ranked radio station is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is KUFX-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in San Jose, California is KCBS-AM with its all-news operation. Finally, in New Jersey, encompassing the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one-ranked radio station is WAXQ-FM with a classic rock format. The number two-ranked radio station is WMGQ-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station is WLTWFM with an adult contemporary format. Next week, we'll continue our look at the Dilson May personal people meter ratings. Finally, we had a request from Perry Lester, one of our All Things Radio panelists, to provide some ratings information for Des Moines, Iowa. The number one rank radio station in Des Moines, Iowa is KDRB-FM with a variety of its format. The number two rank radio station is KSTZ-FM, programming a hot adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Des Moines, Iowa is WHO-AM with a news talk format. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. Oh, no problem. I, I, just, I oh. love doing the news, and there was a lot of news this week. It, it didn't seem like it was, but there certainly was news. Quite a bit, yeah. And, and like I said before, yeah. the tree is being pruned, and I think you're going to see a lot more of that uh, <laughs> in the next few days, or next few months, years to come. I, I think so. <laughs> I don't know. So how how strong can a translator be? I mean, I can't believe that a, a, an FM translator in, in Los Angeles can't cover much of the city. No, but the problem with the, with California is it's very hilly in that area, and and they use the well, translator sure, but it's to. It's also a very large area. Oh, it's huge! I mean, you, know. you, yeah. you don't realize how big it is until you've been out there, and I have been. Yeah, so. that's for sure. Yeah, and uh, but, so can, but can, can they cover much? Do you think, or are there prerequisites so you can have more power on a translator? I, I don't no? think so. But look at it this way: you know, the Calvary Calvary Chapel of the West Coast gets a radio station. They 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 spend five million dollars for it, which is not a lot of yeah. money because that station would have been worth a lot more in the, in its day. Yeah. Um, so they get the they get the Christian station, and they can be fruitful, multiply, and spread the word of God. And you know, it's not really affecting many listeners anyway because they were simulcasting the seven ten. So yeah. yeah. 
And at seven ten has a very good signal up and down, up and down the coast a little bit. I mean, yeah, they, they have to. I mean, they do have. They do have to protect. I think other countries. They may have to protect Mexico or something and like Seattle. that. And, and Seattle. And Seattle. Yeah. But, but I I have stayed in California when it was the old KMPC, and they had a good signal. I used to listen to them all the time. As my favorite sports oh, yeah. uh, personality there was a guy named Jim Healy, who we yeah. featured on. We featured on All Things Radio a number of years ago. So, it is definitely interesting to see what happened. But the Detroit thing was interesting because. That WDRQ, they, they should have never dropped uh, the, the rock format, the top 40 format, and they, no, they went to the country no. format. And because Cumulus, uh, they, they, they saw ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. The register was lighting up, and they saw the dollar signs on, on, on the air. And, uh, you know, uh, you've already seen that they've sold their tower sites to other companies to run them. And they, you're going to see a lot more of this. Uh, I think uh, you're gonna, this year is going to be the year for some more of these deals. That's what I think Cumulus is, gonna, is also going to make a few more deals to get rid of stations. And and because Odyssey, I I always talk about Odyssey, but I think they're going to get rid of the smaller and medium market stations that aren't doing well. Oh, I think so. They know they can get get rid of. That's that's the the other one. Good. The other one I see, the other one I see is possibly, you already saw it in Houston, but Cox getting more, getting rid of more of their stations, like the San, maybe the San Antonio cluster, even though they're doing well, but I know wasn't there a thing they wanted to buy Tegna TV and I could, I could see Cox getting rid of all their radio stations to be able to buy those Tegna stations. Well, they, that deal fell through. That fell, deal fell through, fell but, through. But, they, but, but the people who run Cox at Apollo Global Management is the, is the funding arm for that company. Uh, they would like to get out of the radio business at some point and only and, and, and just keep the television sta- stations. But I don't oh, know. Really? I don't know what's going to happen there, but it's definitely going to be very interesting. This year could be – I mean, last year – I didn't see a lot of deals last year. Yeah, there were some deals, but it wasn't a big year for them. And, I think, and we're already in the middle of the year, almost to the, uh, the six-month point in our year, and we see more of these deals coming through. So uh, we'll see what happens. The big thing is, the, like, the only station that MS Broadcasting owns or Jeff Smullyan owns is New York City. You've got two. He's running ESPN under LMA with uh, Carmison, Good Carmen, uh, Mel Carmison's son, Greg Carmison's company, and he still has WLIB AM. And I know that he probably really doesn't want to hold on to that AM station, but no one wants to buy the, no one wants to buy WLIB AM. But if he can find a buyer for that WLIB AM, and the good Car- and Carmison and ESPN Radio on on the ninety eight point seven, unless, unless uh, Mel Carmison's group wants to buy it or Craig Carmison's group wants to buy it, we'll see what happens. That's all I can yeah. say. Wow. Something to do with the lease, Jeff, is why he's hanging on to it, because it's more profitable for them to take the money from the LMA right now until that's up, and then they'll probably sell it. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right about that. Um, the other thing is uh, it, it, they don't do quite as well in the ratings as WFAN, but, and there's nothing really wrong with them. Uh, but, you know, WFAN yeah. has all the other teams. Like, you know, they really do, so... You know that certainly doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't help in that in that situation. No, it doesn't. Well, I, I mean, know ABC is doing pretty good with what they're doing. Well, they're not number one. They they will never be what they were when they were top forty, Mike. They 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 do okay, but they're not the number one AM radio station. WINS is still number one with a four point three, and I predict that they'll. Well, in the summertime, news radio stations like that tend to have a lot less listeners, but. I, I suspect they'll stay with the 4.3 to 4.5 range of the audience as the as the months go by. Does that? That's, yeah, and FAN and CBS have good AM signals. Not that they all three don't. FAN, CBS, and ABC, but uh, FAN and CBS are very established. So, and when people go away, 
they just grab the radio, and that's when FM can uh, AM can really come in handy because you're out further than you usually are. You're on the Long Island or something, and you just can still listen to it. So, yeah, I mean, and they would they when they first separated, when they first got WFAN FM, and they changed it to sports, they really were thinking about are we or can we get rid of the AM initially? But they realized that there are still too many areas that where WFAN FM is not going to reach where the AM is still going to reach. So, and there are also times when they have the Mets or the Yankees. I'm sorry, and the Giants on a Sunday afternoon, you know, early in the season. So they would put one on AM. I think they put the uh, Giants on a, uh, FM and the uh, Mets on uh, a, a Yankees. I'm just keep doing that. Mets, the Yankees on AM. So, you know, you, you need, when you have different teams, you need, that's why 1050 AM is still around for uh, ESPN because they, they have to, if the Knicks are playing, then the Rangers are on the other one. Mm-hmm. That's true. By the way, yeah. and I'm not really a sports person, but I will say it very quickly, Chris, and because I'm not supposed to know this because uh, – my right. sister called me up and I said, "Did you hear that Homer Jones passed away this week?" Oh, and Homer Jones okay. was a player for the New York Giants, and uh, he passed away at the age of eighty-two. If he only could have caught the ball once in a while, <laughs> yeah. get yeah. open and everything. But catching the ball was an issue for Homer. That was, however, he and then they said in the news that he and Fran Tarkenton did make a good team, pretty much. And when he caught the ball, that when he caught the ball, that's right, Bill. When he caught the ball, right, yeah. right. right. You know, another thing, Jeff. That's an interesting pickup by KFAB, the host, Emery Songer, that they've hired um, is he produces the w- the morning show on WHO, so he's really not have been a talk show host. So they're kind of taking a chance on somebody who's going from a producer route to a talk show host route. Now, he addressed it today, and he said the reason for it is, he said being in radio, just sitting back and producing a show is just not fulfilling because you don't get to really do anything. So he, that's his reason for it. But as a producer, did he, also, did he also talk on that show as well? Every once in a while, yeah. But he he's not ever had his – he does a ton of sports play-by-play around the community. He does some stuff for Drake with ESPN3. He does TV for Prairie Meadows and things like that. Well, now he'll have to, he'll have to take all that stuff and do it over in Omaha. Well, they need a break. It can easily be done. It's a a very scripted type format anyway, so as long as he can slide into that slot. And And I don't think, though, he's going to be your typical show. I think he's he's more of, I want... I want to give you both sides of an issue on my show and then let you figure out what you think of it. You know, if you don't don't like this side or that side, he said, that's not really for me to figure out. Right. Right. I've got a question about WABC. How is, since Rush has been gone for almost two years now, how is Clay Travis and Buck Sexton working out on midday? They're on OR. They're on OR. They're on OR. But how are they working? How are they working out anyway? Doesn't again, WOR has its niche, but they don't do well in the ratings. I don't see them being number one. They they just they just I don't have the numbers right in front of me, Bill. But I can get them for you next well, week. I mean, nationally, how is that? How is I've that working? Bon, I've heard Bongino was beating them because they're all at the same time in the markets where yeah. they're at the same time. I've heard that Bongino beats them and whether in. In cities where they run them both at the same time. One thing, one thing, Jeff, I was reading about WABC though is 
and I'm probably going to butcher this guy's name, so don't forgive me if I do. Is it Katzen Matias or something oh, like that? It's, it's, it's his name is uh, uh, Katzematis. Katzematis. It sounds like he likes to take every side of the aisle, too, because, you know, you said Roger Stone. He's also had uh, Andrew Cuomo and things like that. It sounds like he's another one that maybe likes to do that. Of just I'm going to put all well, issues up, and I, if you don't like it, he does. He does, of course. Let's not forget that Roger Stone was uh, was a Trump aide and uh, right. got in trouble for that, and, and had his own share of trouble. So, I think I'd like to see coming into uh, the election coming up for the president at some point in 2024. I'd like to see then what the talk stations look like and how their ratings are going to change. Because right now. It's a little early, but but come January, come next year, 2024. Yeah, that's when you're. That, that's when we'll really see. But you know, I got to tell you, Jennifer was telling me that this is. But I, I shouldn't. Say, Bill knows this too. This is the first time we've seen a caller and format change segment that was full of changes. Yeah, she's got nine minutes worth today. Wow! Wow! <laughs> last couple we haven't had that kind of a thing, Bill, in what ages? No. I think last week was about five, and the week before was two. Yep. Right. So, I mean, you just never know. It's feast or famine. So you yeah. take what you can get. So we might as well um, we better take listen it. To hey, we might as well hey, take yeah. it right now. And you can all hear all Jennifer for about nine minutes here. And she will enlighten you on all of those call letter and format changes. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of June 15th. KDYNAM 1540, Ozark, Arkansas, changes calls to KLYRAM and changes format from not available to country. KVFX FM 94.5, Logan, Utah, changes slogan from VFX 94.5, 98.3 to 94.5, Utah's VFX. KVNU AM 610, Logan, Utah, changes slogan from KVNU 610 AM 102.1 FM to News Talk KVNU. The following stations have changed their slogan from Radio That Changes the Way You Live. KCNW AM 1380 Fairway, Kansas changes slogan to Kansas City's Christian Talk. AM 1380 FM 96.1 KERI AM 1410 Bakersfield, California changes slogan to 1410 AM KERI KGMS AM 940 Tucson, Arizona changes slogan to 940 AM 1480 FM KKIM AM 1000 Albuquerque, New Mexico 
change his slogan to Christian Talk 1000. K-K-I-M-A-M. K-L-N-G-A-M. 1560. Council Bluffs, Iowa. Change his slogan to AM 1560 FM 101.5 KLNG Daphne, Alabama, changes slogan to WASG 540 AM 106.1 FM. WBRI AM 1500, Indianapolis, Indiana, changes slogan to Grace Talk AM 1550 FM 96.7. WBXR AM 1140, Hazel Green, Alabama, Changes slogan to the anchor, 11.40 a.m., 101.3 f.m. WCPC a.m. 9.40, Houston, Mississippi. Changes slogan to Truth Radio, 9.40 a.m., 105.7 f.m. WDZY a.m., 1290, Colonial Heights, Virginia. Changes slogan to AM 1290 FM 103.3 Richmond's Christian Talk. WELP AM 1360 Easley, South Carolina. Changes slogan to The Truth 1360 AM 104.3 FM. WFAM AM 1050 Augusta, Georgia. Changes slogan to 10:50 a.m. WFAM Today's Family Talk. WIJD AM 12:70 Pritchard, Alabama. Changes slogan to Truth Talk 97.9 FM 12:70 AM. WITK AM 15:50 Pittston, Pennsylvania. Changes slogan to Life Talk 94.7 FM 1550 AM. WLMR AM 1450 Chattanooga, Tennessee. Changes slogan to Chattanooga's Christian Talk 1450. WNVY AM 1070 Cantonment, Florida. Changes slogan to Faith Radio 1070 AM 104.5 FM WVTJ AM 610 Pensacola, Florida changes slogan to 610 AM 105.3 FM WVTJ WWNL AM 1080 Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania changes slogan to the Good News, 1080 AM, 103.9 FM. WYYC AM, 1250, York, Pennsylvania. Changes slogan to Truth Talk, 1250 AM, 98.1 FM. KXXF FM, 105.3, Winnie, Texas. Changes slogan from 105.3, Free FM, 
to K-Love. KMCPAM 1540, McPherson, Kansas, changes format from talk to classic hits and changes slogan from talk radio 1540 to news, sports, and classic hits 98.9-1540 KMCP KMPK FM 96.7 McPherson, Kansas changes format from classic hits to adult contemporary and changes slogan from classic hits 96.7 to mix 96.7. WMSX FM 96.1 Buffalo, New York changes format from soft AC to adult contemporary. KGBK FM 96.7 Larned, Kansas changes slogan from KGBK 96.7 FM to Real Country 96.7 KGBK KLBG FM 95.5 Lindsburg, Kansas changes slogan from Rock 95.5 to Smoky Hills Rock 95.5 KDAV AM 1590 Lubbock, Texas changes form from Contemporary Christian to Classic Hits. KFFA FM 103.1 Helena, Arkansas changes format from Classic Rock to Classic Hits. KGRW FM 94.7 Friona, Texas changes format from Contemporary Christian to Country. KJOK FM 102.7 Hollis, Oklahoma changes format from classic rock to classic hits. KNNK FM 100.5 Dimmit, Texas changes format from contemporary Christian to classic rock. KRIA FM 103.9 Plainview, Texas changes format from Hot AC to Classic Hits. KRZP FM 92.7 Gasville, Arkansas changes format from Adult Contemporary to Classic Hits. KTAT AM 1570 Frederick, Oklahoma changes format from Adult Standards to Country. WNFN FM 106.7 Franklin, Tennessee changes format from CHR to classic country. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For all things radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. That was wow, quite a lot of <laughs> Well, that's what, you know, Sean, you weren't here in the beginning of all things radio, but when she originally did a call letter and format changes, we had a lot of them. I mean, there was a, yep. there, was a there was a lot more of them. So you know, uh, we used to get the sign-offs too. We don't get them any, anymore. No, and, and that's right. They, oh, they the station is signed off. Then, and we don't see that. Was, you're right about that. Yeah, but it, it, I, it, I it, it was like radio. Radio got religion, and everybody decided let's change the format before we go away on vacation. Let's have a <laughs> meeting. Go ahead, Bernie. I thought it was interesting. There was still an adult standards, an adult standards station out there. Wow, I didn't even think yeah. they existed anymore. By the way, well, did you hear all the AM it. stations with the format changes? Most of the, a lot of them had FM translators attached to them. Yep. So oh, they yeah. would cert- 
By the way, Sean, for you, I do have the Austin ratings. I was looking them up while Jennifer was doing the format changes. The top three radio stations in Austin, the KBPA uh, is number one, KKMJ is number two, and KVETFM is number three. They're usually pretty much the same. They're always three in the top five. Yeah, they're usually pretty much the same. Yep. So I thought you might be interested in that. I think Gary and Magic are always one and two. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much the case. Uh, last time, I, I think it was uh, KLBJ was uh, was was probably in the, in the top three, if I remember correctly. I just don't remember offhand. Yeah, they were. They were last yeah. month, yeah. I think Gary had something to say. Oh, no, I was. No, just... he was okay. muted, so I had to unmute him. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. uh, don't do that yeah. again. Yeah. You're, you're making my, my hands work over time again. Yeah, I'm sorry, but it's just this old habit of, you know, yeah. muting my mic. You know, yeah, sorry I about don't that. worry about it. Don't, don't worry I about do that, too, but I didn't this time because I, but I may. Uh, oh, that's okay. Uh, I need I need the hand exercise, Bernie. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, we see. all do, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to touch that one. No, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Chris, let, let, let's, talk <laughs> about about let's talk about NBC Monitor, because I want to I want to lead in with you here, because we were talking about okay. this earlier. Um, well, let's go back to 1950. Well, actually, let's go back to 1948. That does nothing to do with NBC Monitor. But basically, in 1948 was when television first. Now, I know there were experimental stations on the air before then. But basically, in 1948, as my dad said, I had a TV set and I was the most popular person in my apartment building right. because I got to watch the Uncle Mil- the Milton Burl show. We got to watch Uncle Milty on television and everyone in the apartment building who liked Milton Berle would come up to my apartment so we could all watch Milton Berle together. So let's switch to, as the years go by, let's switch to 1955. And radio had to reinvent itself in many ways. Chris, the first thing that that they had to do was they had to figure out what to do because the networks were bleeding money. And NBC was was a network that they said, and according to... uh, to the monitor beacon. I, I used monitorbeacon.net and I used the, re, the research that I got when I was with my father back in high school doing a term paper on monitor. Is that without, without monitor, the NBC radio network might have folded. And it was all because of the brainchild of a guy named Sylvester Pat Weaver, who came to radio as originally a, was an advertising executive, became president of NBC Broadcasting. And he came up with three ideas, two of which were for television. And one was for radio. The two were for television were the Today Show, whose first host was Dave Garraway, the Tonight Show, whose first host was Steve Allen, later to be replaced by Jack Parr and then Johnny Carson, and, of course, NBC Monitor. And he saw that radio was just dying and people were leaving radio in droves. Now, that doesn't mean that, that all dramas ended in 1955. We already know, if you like old-time radio that dramas such as Suspense and Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar, and I think Ma Perkins was this was the last soap opera to air as a yeah, soap opera. Yeah, the soap opera. operas went to 59 for NBC, 60 for CBS. Yeah. Right. and But the Suspense aired until 1962, and the same thing with Johnny yep. Dollar. So yep. what what do you have any early memories of Monitor before we start this thing at all? But from oh, back sure. Back? Uh, for, I remember, first of all, it, when it started, yeah, you know, and I like that little doom, 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 you know, thing. And I always thought that was cool, cool. I was like five years old. That sounded pretty cool. And the thing was, and of course, we didn't know it at the time because it was a little bit ahead. There were two things that were going to happen to radio. One was for the middle of the road stations. And this really did, like stations like WGIR in Manchester, switched from CBS to NBC because they could get 
cheaper weekend programming, you know, things like that. The stations were switching to NBC because of this. And also Top 40 was on its way. Hadn't come yet, but it was on its oh, way. Yeah. So these two things were, were happening. And so it was something for the, for the middle-of-the-road stations, your community station, to have something to do, whereas other stations, Group W got out of NBC and went for Top 40, uh, you know, and other, other people did too, and it slowly took over by the late 50s, early 60s. We had tons of them. But, but this was something uh, for middle-of-the-road stations to, to have. And on the weekend, it was cheap. All you had to do was have a board guy there and throw in a couple of local ads every every hour and you know, maybe do a local newscast at the bottom of the hour. They might give you time. And so this was great because you didn't have to hire all these DJs and the newsman and the engineer and whatever you had to have in those days. And so this was really a, a good every, – every network had to spend for itself. CBS, because they had raided NBC in the late 40s, had a lot more shows to still hang on to, like Jack Benny and stuff. So they held on to shows a little bit longer than NBC did. You know, but they still NBC's- had they still had like magazine programs during the week that they were trying to get rid of the radio dramas. I think Mike Wallace hosted a magazine program with Virginia Graham yeah. Yeah. and stuff like that. And what was interesting is that Monitor originally, if you hear Monitor from '55, no, I, I don't. This is not the example of this, but they had for up until 1958 or '59, they had two anchors for every Monitor shift. You had Peter Roberts and Walter Kiernan. You had. Uh, you had uh, Hugh Downs and uh, the guy that did Let's Make a Deal, Monty Hall. You might have, and, and you had two anchors on each shift. And of course, that changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and why don't we do this? Why don't we have Bill play them onto the theme, and then we'll talk about what ha- what, yeah. what happened to Pat Weaver because uh, it, he he got the raw deal. So let I'll let you I'll let you go ahead, Bill. Monitor. 4 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 2000 hours Greenwich Mean Time. This is Monitor, reporting the nation and the world. The combined radio and television networks of the National Broadcasting Company bring you the premier broadcast of Monitor, the new NBC radio service originating from NBC's Electronic Communication Center, Radio Central New York. Now, to introduce Monitor to America, here is the president of the National Broadcasting Company, Mr. Sylvester L. Weaver. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Monitor, our new NBC weekend radio service. This is a preview, which will be seen on television for the next hour, and it'll be heard on radio until midnight tonight, New York time. But beginning next week, Monitor will start each Saturday morning at 8 o'clock New York time and run until midnight on Sunday. It will bring you a continuous flow of items of high interest and information. Monitor is for all of you, wherever you are, in your cars, at home, at the beach, with your portables, everywhere. And on Monitor, we are going to throw away the radio clock. We are going to bring you what we hope is the radio pattern of the future. News and information and entertainment in the vignette form, where the items are as long as they need to be, or as short. Well, over a weekend, there'll be a half a hundred people serving you from Radio Central. Here And among them and here today for you to meet are Dave Garraway and Bob and Ray, Morgan Beatty, Walter Kiernan, Clifton Fadiman, Ben Grauer, and many, many others. Now, including in this group, we have our executive producer of Monitor, a man who has been a part of a number of uh, great pioneering ventures in NBC, Jim Fleming. Jim, I've talked about something about the show that we're going to have today. Perhaps you'd better tell us about the people and the places that we're going to be hearing in the next hour. 
Well, thank you, Pat. In a moment, we're going to turn our live cameras and microphones to the West Coast, to Hermosa Beach, California, where a Sunday afternoon jazz concert's underway. Then up the coast we go, and uh, we're going to a place where there is no freedom. That would be San Quentin Prison. San Quentin? San Quentin. We going inside? Uh, inside, well, yes, monitor ghost places. So long as we don't have to stay. Well, now, what about sports today? Well, the most unusual sports commentator in the business is standing by at his favorite tavern. Uh, huh? And uh, news and opinion. Well, we'll have the late headlines, comments by columnist Roscoe Drummond from Washington. Istanbul's coming up on the circuit. Aha. Uh -huh. And travel? A plane is standing by at this moment to go nonstop to London from Idlewild Airport. A monitor transport uh, transmitter is aboard. Good enough. What about entertainment? Well, uh, Art Van Dam Quintet live from Chicago. Uh, Jerry Lewis filmed in the Catskills. Uh, live summer theater pickup, Bucks County, Pennsylvania. What about philosopher and thinkers? Well, uh, we have yourself, sir. Well, now, let's uh, <laughs> steady. Let's talk about what we've really got. Well, not to mention uh, President Pusey of Harvard and uh, Bill Saltonstall of Phillips Exeter. Oh, yes. Well, I think you've already gotten into vignettes and what's ahead. Let's talk about what's first. Well, the top news headlines of this hour, and here is Dave Garraway. And here are those headlines. From Bonn, West German Chancellor Adenauer is flying to Washington for talks with President Eisenhower. He is due there tomorrow. From Detroit, midnight strike deadline approaching as GM and officials of the United Auto Workers Union seek to settle their dispute. From Sumter, South Carolina, the Ku Klux Klan is out of hiding, holds its first open meeting in three years. And from Le Mans in France, the greatest auto tragedy in history, 85 dead in the crash of the sports car race at Le Mans, about 100 miles southwest of Paris. And Dave, uh, when this uh, crash occurred, uh, Monitor was there with BBC's uh, reporter, uh, Mr. Baxter, Raymond Baxter, and this is his broadcast a moment after that crash happened that killed so many at Le Mans. Here it is. Disaster struck hard here at a point some 150 yards to the right of our stand, roughly halfway along the pit. And this is what happened, I think, because although I saw it while I was waiting to broadcast to London, I find it hard to remember exactly what happened. The Healy spun like a top, but Lance Macklin, I am happy to say, escaped with a very severe shaking. The Mercedes, however, struck the wall on the outside of the road, and as it burst into flames, the engine ploughed through the crowd, which at that point was 12 or 14 deep, I'm told killing 30 people and injuring 50. The disaster has cast a cloud over the race of 1955, which many, many hours of exciting racing will, I do not think, dispel. This is Raymond Baxter in Le Mans. Uh, that was Raymond Baxter of the BBC at Le Mans, a moment after the tragedy occurred this weekend. That was almost, I suppose, 20 hours ago. Uh, it's now just past four o'clock in New York City. Hello, Paris. Hello, Frank. Bergholzer. Hello, Jim Fleming. Uh, what's the latest toll in this tragedy at Le Mans? The latest toll, not completely accurate, but the best we can get from the reports gathered from various hospitals around Le Mans shows 84 persons dead, around 100 wounded, and of those 100, at least five so seriously wounded they may not survive. And yet the race continued to the very end, is that true? The race continued to the end without further serious mishap. There were a few other uh, smaller accidents. And the Mercedes stable of cars, the Mercedes company, withdrew their cars because it was one of theirs that uh, caused the serious accident. Well, thank you, Frank Bergholzer. We'll be checking in again on Monitor. 
And that's it, Pat. Wherever the story is, Monitor's going to try to go there. That's a somber one indeed, but the most important story this weekend. There are livelier stories ahead. Uh, Bonn, Germany, Buenos Aires, uh, West Coast. We're on at the scene in Detroit where the negotiations are going underway. Monitor microphones are outside the conference room. That's how it's going. Well, Monitor certainly seems to be moving. <clears throat> you know, we call this area here the communication center. We built it especially for our new service. Radio Central is our, our name for it. And it's located on the fifth floor of the RCA building, 30 Rockefeller Plaza in New York. And all the visitors who come to NBC can get a good look at Radio Central. Matter of fact, I'm, I think somebody must be All right, be if you folks now. will <clears throat> just Bob step this way, we have something we think you'll be very interested in seeing. It's called Radio Central. Why was it? Radio <clears throat> Central, sir. What do you mean? It's like what? New York Central? Uh, no, I think you're thinking of a radio. Oh, I see. This is the communications headquarters here. Did you say this is, uh, or these are all communicators in there now? Oh, that's right. A monitor is a communicator. I see. And this is a radio program? A radio program. That's right. All of this. Well, why are you uh, televising a radio program? Well, nobody's ever asked me that question, sir. I'll try to find the answer for you right after this. But this, this is Radio Central. Radio Central, right. Would you like a cash you? I would. Oh, no, I, I'm not allowed to while we're on duty. Thanks just the same. And now... We're going places again, now that you know what Bob and Ray do on their weekends. Monitor travels now across 3,000 miles of the continent for two contrasts in American life this Sunday afternoon. First to Hermosa Beach, California, and then to San Quentin. Life at Hermosa Beach at this hour is a pretty gay affair, I can tell you. And so for the first of many Monitor musical remotes, here is the Pacific Ocean with Howard Rumsey and his Lighthouse All-Stars. Paintings in the Lighthouse by Rodney Evans Bacon. The Seal and the Pelican, courtesy of the Hermosa Beach Ocean Aquarium. Monitor moves on now from Hermosa Beach and the music of the Lighthouse All-Stars to a contrasting Sunday afternoon scene here on the coast. From the largest of California state prisons, here is the Monitor San Quentin Report. And here is Walter McGraw. I'm standing on a guard walk at San Quentin. Behind me is the gas chamber. To my right, the north block. We'll be going in there in a moment. Below me, in the big yard, are some 4,000 men. They represent around 13,000 years served and to be served. We'll talk to some of those men later. We'll also talk to the men who are responsible for handling these men. The first of these, Richard McGee. What exactly is your position, sir? I'm director of the State Department of Corrections. Which means? Which means that I'm uh, head of the State Department, which is responsible for the management of our eight state prisons. Isn't there quite a bit of difference in many ways between the California prison system and uh, those of other states? Yes, I think it would be fair to say that. How? Well, for one thing, we have an indeterminate sentence law in California. The courts send people to the jurisdiction of the director of corrections instead of to a particular institution. Well, that puts quite a bit more responsibility on the prison, doesn't it? Yes, it does, because uh, uh, we feel that we have a responsibility to rehabilitate these men while we have them uh, with us. You use the word rehabilitation. What's the difference between rehabilitation and uh, punishment? Well, in my view, uh, punishment is a negative approach to the problem. Rehabilitation is a positive approach. 
we feel that we have a responsibility for carrying on programs in these institutions which will uh, attempt to readjust these men and return them to society better than when we got them. All right, to find out a little more about that, we're going into the North Block here. There, Peg McGraw will be talking to Warden Harley Teets. Tell me, Warden Teets, how many men are there currently locking in North Block? There's 757 men quartered in this cell block. 757. How many men should there be? We have four, 414 one-man cells in this building. Isn't that about twice as many men as you should have? That's right. Pretty tricky, isn't it? It is, and we believe it contributes to about 75% of our disciplinary problems. Ye God, 75%. I would like very much for the audience to see one of these cells because isn't it sort of against the uh, law for that many men to uh, be doubled up like this? It is not against the law, but it is against our standards, which provide for 400 cubic feet of space per man. We have here two, say, 376 for two men. If you can look in there, you'll see the two bunks right together. How do the men get out of bed? Can they get out of bed at the same time? One man must remain on the bunk while the other man's engaged. Well, this overcrowding and double locking contributed to riots throughout the country. Uh, how come nothing happened here? In spite of the negative things of overcrowding and some idleness, we have many activities around here. For example, 2,000 men enrolled in the various educational activities. We believe if you keep a man busy, you don't have too much trouble with him. Well, they've sure been busy. The week that we've spent here, there have been men all over the place. Industries, education. We'll hear more about the men in a few seconds when we return to Walter McGraw, who is now on the wall. From time to time today, Monitor will be returning to San Quentin. When it does, we'll be talking to many of the men you see down below us there. We'll also go way over beyond that shed there into the mess hall. We'll be talking to the men then as they eat. Also, a radio first. We're going to eavesdrop on an inmate council meeting. The inmate council is a daring experiment in the prison world. We're going to have microphones in there, but the men won't know when they're going to be hot. There will be no officials in there. I won't even be in there. We will just listen to what happens naturally and ordinarily every week in the inmate council meeting. As I say, this is a radio first. We'll also be talking to men who have just come into San Quentin. We'll be talking to men who are about to go out. In just about one hour, we'll be talking to a man who's been condemned to the gas chamber in California. Until then, Monitor continues from Radio Control in New York. And we're back in New York City now. We'll be going back to San Quentin, as Walter McGraw told you, every hour between now and midnight Eastern Daylight Time. There we go, Jeff. Uh, let's see. And, and here's, 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 here's what I want to lead into with Chris. Chris, you know what happened with Pat Weaver. Um, he was the president of the NBC, National Broadcasting Company, but David Sarnoff was the, was the guy who was running the company, really, and wanted his son involved with the company. And so he fired Pat Weaver and hired his son, Robert Sarnoff, to take Pat Weaver's place. And Pat Weaver never really got the credit that I believe he deserved over the years. And well, that I, was the difference between CBS and NBC because you had Fred Friendly and Edward Armour and these different people that were Frank Stanton, who were very strong executives and, and you know ran the departments that they needed to run. And CBS had it all over NBC for years. 
on radio and TV because you know you had the you weren't doing nepotism. You 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 know NBC got a little stale in some ways. That's true. So and 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 when you think about it, tell me what you think about this. I was thinking about this and I thought about this all week when we were preparing this. The monitor, in in so many ways, was the precursor to what you see now on national public radio with all things considered and morning mm-hmm. edition let's get rid of the music because obviously those two shows don't have music except maybe as in features but but really the whole concept of monitor has gone full circle with the, with, with what you hear on national public radio's morning That's right. edition and, uh, and what it reminded me of too was when we were kids and the satellites went up the kind of thing you'd do special that you wouldn't necessarily do on a day in day out basis when they first saw us from remember Telstar in '62, it was only available for 15 minutes at a time or 20 minutes. So what they saw, one of the first things they saw was a few pitches of the Cubs Phillies game that day. They saw President Kennedy spoke to them. You know, this was they were showing off. Then that night, we saw from London just people walking around Piccadilly Circus. So what they were doing here, they were doing things they didn't normally do on TV. When Frank Burkholzer was talking from Paris. They didn't do that on TV because you couldn't see Frank Burkholzer. So what they would do, that was when the 15-minute newscasts were on. So John Cameron Swayze, for them, would do his 15 minutes, and he'd just read the news, and maybe they'd have a report from Washington or something. Right. That's about all they could do. So this was showing off. This was saying radio can do, and this was their subtle message, radio can do things that television can't do. And then when we got satellite TV, then television started to be able to do some of the things that radio was able to do right, right. along. And as you, if you listen to those reports from Frank, from, from, from the BBC and from, uh, what's the game of the, the Frank? Frank yep. They were using yep. a shortwave radio. So they actually yeah. were able to transmit on shortwave back and forth, which was, which is what they were doing in World War II as well. So it, mm-hmm. it really has come full circle. So uh, I, I, I just hope that all of you guys enjoyed this pr- presentation. Oh, I loved it. And I'm, I'm hoping, oh, yeah. I'm, and if anyone wants more monitor, you, want, you know, there's always Jeff at All Things Radio or Bill at Bullsbox.org. Let him know what you want. We, we certainly can provide that if, as an extra feature as well if, we, if, if people really want it. So I just thought this was interesting because, as I said to my dad when we were looking it up in the library, and he said, you know, if you're going to be in radio, and he would say to me, what did he say? He would say to me, young man all the time, whenever I, whenever I was doing you're going to have to learn to know what the history of radio is. Was he is. in the YMCA? Is that why he kept saying that? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> he, he, he did, I will tell you something, though. He did like sports. He was very big into swimming, and he was big into track and field. He hated school. And the only reason he didn't, he didn't get kicked out of school is because uh, my uh, his uncle was a teacher and, and made sure he kept his grades at least passing. And uh, But he liked sports, and that's what, that, that's what kept him in school. He was a very much... And the other thing to, to point out, you know, usually you see copycats... Uh, ABC, CBS, and Mutual did not even try to do Monitor. Uh, CBS got the sports, you know, got Win Elliott in the Sports Center USA every hour. You know, that's what they decided because Monitor Sports was pretty lame. They would just maybe give you the ball scores. That's about it. They weren't really at those kinds of things because they would pre-plan what they were going to do. So they weren't weren't like, oh, now we're going to switch you to Chicago because the Cubs are having an interesting game. They couldn't do that. So, you know, and uh, really ABC and Mutual were the three and four in, in networks, and they really didn't have anything special for the weekend. But they left that field to NBC, and a lot of, they got a lot of affiliates out of it, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing with Monitor is that I didn't know it. I have a 1958 Monitor show with uh, mm-hmm. Pete, 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 what's his name, Walter Kiernan, and Peter Roberts were hosting the show. 
and yep. there's an Alex Dreyer, man on the go, that where I thought he only worked for ABC, but he worked for NBC. I did and he does a fe- and he does a feature on on the anti-American sentiment that was that was growing from from uh, South America and and in Canada back in 1958. So it's a very incisive commentary. It only lasts about five minutes. So again, that's something for the future. But I yeah. I just thought you guys would be interested in this because I. It shows radio um, and really how radio worked in those days. Oh, yeah. All right, Bill, I'll turn it over to you. Go ahead, Bill. All right. Well, off we go and on to what's your next radio station? Yeah, we'll see if we can get Chris to figure out the date. We know it's in July. It's in July of 1964. It's WABBAM in Mobile, Alabama. Well, here we go down to what's that on the golf, isn't it? Mobile? Yes, it is. Yeah. I think Willie Mace played some minor league baseball there. Something about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Here we go. This week, we're taking the virtual time machine back to July of 1964, and we're going to listen to radio station WABB-AM in Mobile, Alabama. At that time, WABB-AM was a killer top 40 radio station, and it sounded like many of the radio stations of the day. The radio announcer you're going to hear is Bob Rao. And again, the recording is from July of 1964. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy radio station WABB-AM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. We're here now. The brand new WABB Coca-Cola Tailgate. And they're free for the asking at your favorite music store or record rack. And see, don't forget to look on the back for all the pictures of all the good guys. Oh, those are some bad pictures. Let me tell you, Bobby Freeman is sitting in his bathtub right now. What do you say, Bobby? Come on, everybody. Come on in. Bobby's going to show you how to do the swim. There's not enough room in there, Bobby. No. Splashing all over the floor, Bobby. Ah, come on, fella. That's Bobby Freeman. Ah, come on, baby. You do the swim. Bobby, uh, I forgot his rubber swan again. More music. Music. More listeners. <laughs> On yours truly, WA, number one since 59. PB. 11.15, and that's Jet Car Wash time. And Jet Car Wash is where you get 10 cents off every gallon of conical gasoline with a car wash at Jet Car Wash. 82 degrees, partly cloudy through Saturday. For your weekend, widely scattered, mostly afternoon thunder showers and variable winds 5 to 15. Looks like it could be a pretty nice one. High today, 93. High tomorrow, 93. And the low both nights, around 71 degrees. Green Lincoln Mercury has new 64 Comets. Green Lincoln Mercury has new 64 Mercury. This afternoon at 3 o'clock, Ken Holliday has a brand new WABB tune decks to audition for you. You'll be listening from 3 o'clock to 7 o'clock. Baldwin's Furniture and Appliance Company's gigantic two-for-one sale is now underway. It's your chance to save as never before. Hurry! This fantastic two-for-one sale is for a limited time only at Baldwin's. That's Baldwin's Furniture and Appliance Company, Airport Boulevard and McGregor Avenue. Let's salute the secretary now. Today it's Joanne Brinkley and David's sister, I think. Remember, 438-1480. WABB Action Central. These are the Ray Conniff Singers. 
Ah, that number 31 song this week's a pretty one. Invisible Tears. It's an old country and western hit. That's Mr. Cott of Singers, and they have the number 31 hit this week on the WABB2 Index and Invisible Tears. 20 minutes now past 11 o'clock on the Housewives Hall of Fame program this morning. Music for Ironing Board Jungle from now till noon, and at noon it's Wayne Moss. Vanilla Supermarket, Old Shell and Cody Roach, Spring Hill's newest and most modern supermarket. Vanilla's will be open till 10 o'clock Friday and Saturday nights, and they're open all day on Sunday. Congratulations to Sandra Colburn. Sandra of 11, let's see, 411 Clancy Street was the winner today in the recipe contest. And our recipe was lemon chiffon pie. We'll have another recipe Monday and another General Electric clock to give away. Stand by for the time and temperature on Action Radio. I'm ready. Go! All right, it's 21 past 11 o'clock now. Check! And it's 82 degrees in Mobile. Thank you. You're welcome. That's the time and the temperature, too. This is Ron Frazier reminding you to come out to the Putt-Putt Golf Course this Saturday night, 7 until 11 p.m. I'll be there giving away free records, playing Putt-Putt Golf with any and all challengers, so come on out and play. Also, you might get a free record. I don't know whether you remember this or not, but back during the Republican convention, they made a horrible mistake. Uh, Margaret Chase Smith mounted the podium, and everybody said this. It's the W-A-B-B on the Bob Rawl program today in the story of a little old lady from Pasadena. 24 past 11 o'clock now. Good morning time. It's 82 degrees outside. I can't believe my eyes. That's what you'll say when you see the brand new Shoppers World back of Malbus Bakery on Washington Avenue. All right, let's go now with the winner. This is the winner of the recipe of the week. And Mrs. Eugene Robinson of Demetropolis Road sent in the best recipe this week. So, Mrs. Robinson, you've won the $9.95 Insta Brewer coffee pot. Lucky, lucky Mrs. Eugene M. Robinson. Another News, the service of WABB. I now have 87 degrees. This is WABB's Ed Dean. Get all the facts first at 55 on WABB Action Central News. Beatles, and I should have known better. Another song from their brand new motion picture, A Hard Day's Night, here on the Bob Rawl Program. Take Morel Pride Wieners or Morel Pride Luncheon Meat. Stack them high on your favorite white bread. Pines Ketchup. And don't miss the Ron Frazier program. Tonight on WABB from 7 to midnight, Ron has the Battle Royal at 810. All the battle of the New South's winners of the week compete against one another, and you'll have your chance to call and vote for your favorite of the four. This is W-A-B-B. 
cool sound, cool feeling. Dr. Pepper and ice cream. It's 11.30, and that's Jet Car Wash time, where both Conoco and Shell credit cards are accepted. This is Bobby Bland with a pretty song. Share your love with me. WABB bonus here on the Bob Rawl program this morning. Good morning, everybody. In Ironing Board Jungle, we have music till noon. And That's good old Bobby Bland on WABB, and it's an evil wind that blows no good. 27 before 12 o'clock, the news at 55 with Ed Dean reporting from Action Central. Little fife, if you please. I'd like to congratulate our two winners. Sandra Colburn won the recipe of the day contest, and Mrs. Eugene M. Robinson of Demetropolis Road won the coffee pot in the recipe of the week contest. The secret of cooling summertime refreshment begins with the delicate, delicious flavor of cool iced red diamond tea. You're swinging in the summertime on the Bob Rowe program, 9 to noon on WABB, the home of those all American good guys. By the way, the deadline in the Connie Francis contest now, the Looking for Love contest, is July 31st. So get your entry in right away. Our grand prize is a really fine hair dryer, and you could be the winner. Summer is here, and you're probably planning a lot of swimming parties around your pool. To make these parties the talk of the neighborhood, plan now on having a shark in your pool. Send a card to Shark. That's S-H-A-R-K, Shark, care of W-A-B-B, Mobile. You do have a pool, don't you? Pool? Don't even have a bathtub. These are the four seasons. Barry Goldwater March here. Right, 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 right. the Four Seasons on WADD, the song Alone. That's the second time around for this hit. The Shepherd Sisters had it a few years ago and made a big hit out of it. And this week by the Four Seasons, number 19 song on the tune decks. Listen to WABB between 8 and 9 p.m. tonight for a premiering of the new hit songs to come. The WABB good guys have selected the best of the new sounds for your listening enjoyment. Listen to them, pick your favorite, and then vote for it. That's tonight on WABB between 8 and 9 p.m. on the Battle of the Sounds. Our housewife salute today to Mrs. Juanita Hare. Mrs. Juanita Hare, 1312 East Linwood Drive. Good morning, Mrs. Hare. Hope things are fine at your home this morning. I don't know. I think I think you're chicken. That's all I. <laughs> Let's make Skeeter Davis real welcome. She has a brand new record called Let Me Get Close to You. 19 before 12 now.
That's the Skeeter Davis song on WABB. It's brand new one called Let Me Get Close to You. WABB bonus 16 before 12. And you know that's Jet Car Wash time. Jet Car Wash has three convenient locations in Mobile. Green Lincoln Mercury has new 64 Comets. Wayne Moss will be here at noon o'clock today. WABB's answer to Puff the Magic Dragon. Say, what in the Sam Hill is going on up there on Sam Hill? Send that their answer to Sam Hill. That's Sam Hill in care of WABB Mobile, Alabama. I sure do thank you. I think they're all up there trying to figure out the new Haley Mills movie. Though. I think the weatherman is going to do us a pretty big favor this weekend with a nice forecast, partly cloudy through Saturday with just widely scattered and mostly afternoon thundershowers and variable winds 5 to 15. High today will be 93, low tonight 71, and the high tomorrow 93. It's now up to 86 degrees in Mobile. When it comes to news, Mobile comes to WABB Action Central News. First at 55. Have a little jelly bean music. Number 37 this week. And it's called I Wanna Love Him So Bad. That doesn't sound right. Ten minutes before 12 on WABD's Bob Rawl program this morning, our secretarial salute goes to Joe Ann Brinkley today, and the housewife salute to Mrs. Juanita Hare. Mrs. Hare lives at 1312 East Linwood Drive in Mobile. Archway, the cookie that always tastes homemade, the old-fashioned flavor is Archway. Six degrees in Mobile on the Bob Rawl program. We have a birthday winner today. Brenda Brownlee wins the birthday cake, and she's 17 today. Happy birthday, Brenda. Hi, this is Connie Francis. What is love? Get your entry in today. Send it to Connie Francis. In care of W.A.B.B. Mobile. Decision of the judges is final. The deadline in the Connie Francis Looking for Love contest, July 31st. Get your entry in today. Baldwin's Furniture and of Airport Boulevard and McGregor Avenue. This is going to wrap it up. H.B. Barnum took Skokie Ann, put the new Ska Blue Beat to it, and came up with Skokie Ann. See you tomorrow. We're here tomorrow night from 6 to midnight with music on record, commercials on bonded paper, and all comments from listeners. Drive carefully. Have a good weekend. Well, there you go. Music back in the day from July of 1964. And you got to listen to Bob Rao on radio station WABB-AM in Mobile, Alabama. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a classic air check that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. But for all things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. 
Uh, no problem. Chris, I, we know it's a Friday. I, I know that, but it we don't know it's a Friday. I, I would say because he mentioned the Republican convention and because he mentioned Goldwater winning the nomination, it would be the 17th because that just got over like the night before. So I'm thinking it was probably Friday the 17th, but there's no way to totally know. It's too bad they didn't leave us a little bit of news. but they That's didn't. what I was hoping for. But I'll tell you what, yeah. I'll give you a raise. I'll, I'll raise the height of your chair. What, 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 what <laughs> so I noticed where, about this Where thing. were they on the dial? They never told us where they were. Yeah, they were 1480. 1480. Okay. Yeah, because that when they get and, the phone number it was 1480 at the end of the of the uh, last oh, four digits of, the, of the phone number. So yeah. that that's yeah, they, for the news. Yeah, and the, and the other thing, unusual another unusual thing about them they didn't have in that particular hour didn't have any cigarettes they didn't have any beer and they didn't have any gum and usually cigarettes beer and gum kept radio stations going uh, nationally. Now they had they didn't have much national advertising they just had the cookies there the archway. Other than that they didn't it was pretty much local. Right. Well, I know that, um, Walter, I'm going to get you in here. Bernie, if you can unmute yourself, you should be able to do that. Let me me just do this for you, and we'll do this for you. Walter, it's going to take a second. When you hear that, uh, ask to unmute unmute yourself. But they... They had, okay, a lot of, here we are. Okay. they had a lot of commercials. We I mean, again, those those they weren't did. stop sets. Those were roadblocks. Yeah. 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 But that was very they typical did. back then, as, as you know. And did you so, notice I think he, had, he had the night shift, the 6 to midnight on Saturday, because he got the, the one of the best shifts to get was the, the morning, you know, 9 to noon thing, because you didn't have to get up at the crack of dawn and whatever. And they say, okay, we'll fix you. Have it come in every Saturday night and work. And uh, we did an air check of Ken Holiday from the same year, and he had a Sunday uh, afternoon shift, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. So go ahead, Brandy. Did you want to say something? Yeah, I think it's I think it's the market size that prevented a lot of the national ads. Um, uh-huh. You know, they could be number one and still not have a lot. You know, you get to a certain market size, and the, the national ads aren't going to be there. It just doesn't matter. This but the other thing is, most cities at that time had a station pretty much like that. You know, most cities had the good guys. Yeah, yep. we did. We had, we had the good guys at, on WMCA, but they were originally on WABC until uh, WMCA stole them. And then WABC was the All-Americans and WMCA was the good guys. So, yes, so you're quite right. Walter, uh, yeah. what, what would you like to tell us? Give us some salient advice. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know if I can give you any salient <laughs> advice, but... Uh, um, that was a, a good air check. I, I know that that station is uh, is uh, now on the FM side, so uh, I guess the question would be, what became of the AM? Oh, uh, we'll have to find out. I don't know, but the FM I know is uh, some sort of top forty kind of format. Yeah, if I remember yeah, correctly. I know it's like a CHR. Right. That's all. In I the can alphabetical tell you. listings of the time, they would have been just about number two. WAAB in Worcester would have been right at the top, and then there they were at ABB, so they were right together there. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I remember that WAAB. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right, Mike. You got some good memories there, uh, Chris. Fourteen forty. Yep, that's right. Well, I'm going to grab another cup of iced tea because, as I said, my air conditioning is not working, and I get all that afternoon sun coming into this apartment, no matter what I do. And by the way, I'm totally with you on iced coffee. I do not like iced. I oh, hate I hate iced coffee. You'll never get me to. You'll yeah. never people see me love it up that. here, and point? I'm not a big coffee person, but I'll tell you, they sell it in the winter. You even hear ads for it in the winter with people from Dunkin' Donuts. No, I'm I drink, a big coffee person, but okay. not. Yeah, yeah. I'm drinking warm beer. Here's what always <laughs> freaks me out. Uh, um, I was married to Kristen, and she would drink it. Get up in the morning, Bernie, and drink Pepsi. I would could never. Oh do yeah, that. I've seen people do that. And, and, yeah, and yeah, I've and, seen people do that. And yeah, she was a Pepsi like person, that. and she said, "Well, that's what we did down in the south. It was so hot. You certainly didn't want to drink coffee, and you would drink soda of some sort." And when she was from Georgia, I said, well, "Why yeah. didn't you drink?" 
I, I would say to her, why didn't you drink Coca-Cola? Because that's where, you know, that's where uh, Coca-Cola was found, up <laughs> down in Atlanta. But but she didn't want well, to do that. She wanted to uh, she wanted to drink uh, Pepsi. It's a preference well, thing. That, that's that's a prep. You're quite right. The other yep. thing, and Charles, hold on. And Charles out in Baltimore, can you unmute yourself when you hear that? Unmute, unmute yourself and then come, come on in. Yes, thank you. Um, yes, uh, WCIO was, I think they were the good guys. And um, speaking about stations that didn't have any, um, uh, many national advertising, like down the ocean, because that's where I used to hear it mostly, it was like WCMC. 12:30 a.m. in Wildwood, New Jersey, and WMID and yeah. WOND. But one thing they were famous for, besides the music, where they had these huge Blackster commercials. Oh yeah, no, that, was, that was that was quite common in the day. And uh, yeah, you yeah. know, the the thing that when I went to you know did at Graham Junior College and did the uh, did the radio thing, they said the best thing you can do is have an ad for a guy who could turn it on in his store, and there's his ad playing in the store. So, you know, you get a hardware store something, whatever, or the, the little, little grocery, and you get the ad on there, and people walk in, and they're hearing about the station, and they're, you know, hearing it on the station, and there's the name of the store. He said that's the best thing. If you can get the station, as a salesperson, the sales guy who taught us sales, said if you can get the station in the store, show them how to get it, show them where it is, and then that's half the battle. And they say, yeah, I could do that. You got it. Well, I know we got to get going here. Hey, but the I'll other cool you. thing. Oh, good, Bernie. Go ahead. The other cool thing is if you uh, if your voice tracks and you go into that store and hear yourself on the radio, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's that is cool. Uh, How could I you mean, be in two places you, at once when you're not anywhere at all? Do you, Thank you, hear, fire, do you, do you hear yourself on the radio anymore? Thank you, Fireside <laughs> Theater, Chris. And I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, and when I get off the air, I'm going to have to order some saltwater taffy, which is, was, was very big down in Atlantic City, and I used to get there you uh, go. I used to get buckets of that saltwater taffy. That was really good. Well, oh, here, good, not, not, good not, shape. Uh, they are. Not good for, not good for the team. <laughs> Bill, thank you very much. I'll turn it over I to you welcome, to wrap this up. Right, and thanks to everybody on the panel. Thanks to all the listeners. Thank you, everyone. Nine minutes, and Tim. Nine minutes, Tim, will be approximately... 1958. And what is this station yep, we're doing, Jeff? End of third grade for me. Yeah, yep. we're getting a KRDZ. Uh, it's a variety of stations from Springfield, Missouri. Pretty typical, but I, you know, I try to give you stuff that's going on currently in radio. Well, they had a lot of changes in Springfield the last week or two, so we shall see. So, thank you so much. Enjoy your week, everyone. This week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to Springfield, Missouri, and we're going to listen to radio station KRDZ AM and its FM translator. The station dropped its top 40 format in favor of a variety hits format, calling themselves Bob FM. They play music from the 80s, 90s, and whatever. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy Bob FM from Springfield, Missouri on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Even better than being trapped in an avalanche of supermodels. A favorite snack of mosquitoes and favorite source for your favorite music from the 80s, 90s, and whatever.
They say laughter's the best medicine, uh, which is kind of insulting to penicillin. And to music like this. Workout and kale smoothie, you'll be plenty healthy listening to Bob. The answer to life's greatest mystery shall now be revealed. And it's beautiful. The next non-stop Bobathon starts now. From back when Nigerian princes had to go door to door asking you for money. Hi, everybody. This is Bob. K298CI Springfield. Until they break. 
This is Bob. It's a no-brainer these days. Your business has to have social media presence to be successful. But who's got the time to build and manage posts and interact with followers? MyTown Media can save you time and money by managing your accounts for you. MyTown Media's experienced social media team helps you build deep and valuable relationships with an online audience and target your dream clients through sponsored ads. Interested? Contact your local sales rep or visit MyTown-Media.com. Located in the heart of Branson, Grand Country is the Total Vacation Experience. Baking our best for you. Here's your updated forecast from the MyTown Media Weatherology Weather Center. Chance for scattered thunderstorms this afternoon. Otherwise, sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Daytime highs approaching 87. Winds out of the southeast, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Mainly clear skies tonight. Slight chance for scattered storms. Lows around 65. Chance for scattered storms tomorrow. Daytime highs approaching 89. Lots of sunshine. For Bob FM, I'm meteorologist Paul Frombley. Right now, 80. boundaries. This is Bob. Bob FM. Well, there you go. Music from the 80s, 90s, and whatever with Bob FM. KRDZ AM and the reference translator owned and operated by My Town Media in Springfield, Missouri. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J E F F Jeff at allthingsradio.net, or you can call that feedback line at 800 693 0595. That's 800 693 0595, hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.